It is always an edifying practice during Lent to read through Isaiah's servant songs. Today's lesson is the third servant song. In these servant songs, the servant speaks in first person. Grace to you and peace from the God of Israel, who is the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The Creator wants His human creatures to obey Him. He has that right. He's the Creator. We're not. The Creator has always wanted His human creatures to obey Him. He wants His human creatures to hearken unto His voice, delight in His will, walk in His way to the glory of His holy name. Already from the very beginning, the Creator wanted Adam and Eve to hearken unto His voice and live a life according to His will. However, Adam and Eve believed an alien voice, and instead they obeyed themselves. They went their own way and rebelled against their Maker. With their fall, the entire human race fell into sin and rebellion against its Creator. Yet the Creator still wanted obedience. So he called Abraham and graciously promised that Abraham's seed would be his people and he would be their God. Eventually, he delivered those people out of Egyptian bondage and brought them to himself at Sinai. There at Sinai, he became their God and he made them his people. And he revealed his will to them so that they would be an obedient Israel. Well, how did their history go? To be sure, there were some bright moments. During the time of Joshua, Israel generally hearkened to the voice of the Lord. But after Joshua and that generation died, things declined rapidly. Everyone did what was right in his own eyes. During the time of Judges, the text says that Israel characteristically did what was evil in the sight of the Lord and served the Baals. They abandoned the Lord, the God of their fathers, who had brought them out of the land of Egypt. They caved in to Canaanite pressure. How about at the time of Isaiah? The Lord God called ancient Israel to be his servant. As he says in chapter 41, You, Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the offspring of Abraham, my friend, you whom I took from the ends of the earth and called from, the, from its farthest corner, saying to you, You are my servant. I have chosen you and not cast you off. Yet ancient Israel did not act like God's servant. God indicts them in chapter 42. Who is blind but my servant? Or deaf is my messenger whom I send? He sees many things but does not observe them. His ears are open but he does not hear. Then Isaiah adds, Who gave up Jacob to the looter and Israel to the plunderers? Was it not the Lord against whom we have sinned? In his ways, Israel was not willing to walk. They did not hearken unto his Torah. And how did the God of Israel respond to this obdurate, rebellious people? He poured out his just wrath against them and sent them into exile under the Assyrians and later under the Babylonians. Nevertheless, the God of Israel still wanted an obedient Israel. He never gave up on that goal. 
He delivered ancient Israel from bondage and exile. And then in the fullness of time, the God of Israel sent his only begotten son into the flesh to be the obedient Israel. Jesus of the house and lineage of David is true Israel. Israel reduced into one. Israel condensed into one. He is God's obedient servant. Isaiah says in Isaiah chapter 50, our text, speaking for the servant of God, the Lord Yahweh has opened my ear for me and I, I do not resist. I do not turn away backward. Whereas we, together with ancient Israel and with all the nations, need to confess we have turned everyone, each to his own way, the messianic servant perfectly obeyed his God and Father. He did not resist. He did not turn away backward. Throughout his life as God's servant, there was never a moment when he resisted or even experienced the impulse to resist. Even when he was undergoing excruciating suffering, Jesus, the true Israel, did not disobey his God. As the servant in chapter 50 says, I offer my back to those who smite me. I offer my cheeks to those who pluck out the beard. My face I do not hide from shame and spitting. Jesus, the new and greater servant, went through intense suffering and pain, and he did it willingly. With our old Adam, our tendency is to avoid unjust suffering. Our immediate inclination is to stand up and protest and demand our rights. We shy away from any situation where we might receive pushback when speaking or doing the truth of God. But the true servant obeys God willingly even when it means public shame and spitting. Now why would the servant go through such an ordeal? The servant goes on to say, The Lord Yahweh will help me. Therefore I will not be disgraced. Therefore I will set my face like flint, and I know that I will not be put to shame. Such faith and confidence in his God. He knew that God would help him. Such wholehearted, single-minded obedience. Why did Jesus, the obedient servant of God, go through such suffering? The next servant song in chapter 53 tells us the ultimate reason. Isaiah 53. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, but the Lord laid upon him the iniquity of us all. The servant did it for ancient Israel and for all nations. He did it for you in your place. The God of Israel, the creator and just judge, condemned the obedient servant in exchange for our own disobedience. The active obedience of Jesus is credited to your account. The passive obedience of Jesus is credited to your account. And then what? Isaiah 50 goes on. The servant says, Near is the one who justifies me. On the third day, his God and Father raised him from the dead. 
By raising him from the dead, God justified him, vindicated him, reckoned him righteous. And when he was reckoned righteous, you were reckoned righteous. As Romans 4 very clearly says, he was delivered up for our trespasses and raised for our justification. You now stand before God reckoned righteous and obedient, all because of the true obedient servant. Yet it does not end there. You have been baptized into Jesus, the true Israel, the true servant, so that you now are God's Israel and God's servant. With his spirit, he enables you to live a life worthy of your calling in your various vocations, even when facing unjust suffering. Many of you soon will be called and ordained servants of the word. You'll be servants of the Lord in a unique way. With his Holy Spirit, the Lord will help you. He will help you hearken unto his voice even in the tough times, even when you face resistance. The Creator still desires obedience. May he give us all a rich measure of his spirit so that we may all live as his obedient servants even when facing resistance and unjust suffering. None shall ever be confounded who on him their hope have built. In the name of Jesus, the obedient servant for us all. Amen. <laughs>